I had a big poster of a McLaren P1 on my bedroom wall at uni. And it was kind of like motivation. I was like, one day I'm going to own one of those. Like, that's my favourite car. And then actually, when I was applying to all my internships, I looked up at it and I was like, why don't I apply to McLaren? Like, that's crazy. Let's do this. And then, look, you know, five years later, here we are. I'm working for the company. This is Ella Podmore, a lover of chemistry, engineering and supercars. She holds a pioneering role at McLaren Automotive as a materials engineer. This is an Engineering Matters short. I'm Jane Sophia. And I'm Alex Conacher. We've partnered with the IET's Young Woman Engineer of the Year Awards to shout about the amazing opportunities available in engineering, the Young Woman Engineering Awards, and to talk about the work she does that won her this incredible recognition. For more than 40 years, the IET's Young Woman Engineer of the Year Awards have been celebrating the incredible women engineers working to improve our world and shape our future to help change the outdated perception that it's an industry just for men. There are thousands of women engineers doing amazing things, from advancements in healthcare technology to space exploration. And the IET's Young Woman Engineer Awards are all about showcasing the best women engineering talent in this country. Hopefully encouraging the next generation to get excited about the possibilities of an engineering career. Recognising and showcasing outstanding women engineers has never been so important. Even though one in five people work in the engineering profession, the UK faces a nationwide skills shortage. What's even more surprising is that just 16.5% of those working in engineering are women. The IET wants to make it clear that engineering is a fantastic career for women by showcasing the exciting work being done by women in the myriad of fields that make up engineering. For example... I'm in a materials engineer, so responsible for all material-related investigations in the business. That can be anything from right at the design phase where studio engineers are putting pen to paper, figuring out what these projects are going to look like. I sometimes help with the specification of materials at that stage. Then as you think of how a product development cycle goes, we start to test things, we validate it, we put it onto test tracks, we build prototypes and things like that. So then at that stage, I would be putting materials through mechanical testing, validating it, if we've got things breaking or not quite fitting right in the life cycle of the vehicle, I'll look and inspect that under the microscope and things. So I would follow that development cycle all the way through the car's life really, until it ends up with a customer, from a young age, Ella would watch her father fearlessly take things apart and reconstruct them. And through school and her love of chemistry, she became interested in materials engineering, which she then studied at Manchester University. Today, her impact can be seen on many of McLaren's cars. Take the speed tail as an example. Its carbon fibre cabin, usually a feature of F1, is a first in commercial cars. Its manipulation of bodywork to reduce shut lines, that's the gap that forms where two panels meet, reduces drag, but required a material that was able to be shaped into the signature teardrop form. And in order for us to get those aesthetic lines, everything had to be perfect. We weren't allowed to put a huge hinged rear wing on the back of it. We weren't allowed to do those things that we essentially needed to keep it on the ground. <laughs> so we had to start thinking about how we can uh, make something 
retractable and aileron or a, a, a winged wing uh, design that was able to sort of give us the downforce but then retract so it was a smooth undisturbed line. Thanks to the team designing it and Ella's commitment to reducing weight across the speed tail, it has a dry weight of only 1,499 kilograms, a top speed of 400 kilometers an hour and the ability to reach nearly 200 kilometers an hour in just 6.6 seconds. But it's not just this that won Ella the Young Woman Engineer of the Year award in 2020. While the majority of her work is lab-based, a large portion relies on effective communication. And this is something that McLaren focused on in the job interview. They seemed fascinated by her role as team captain in her university netball club. And they kept asking me, right, so how do you settle a conflict in a team? How do you manage your team of athletes that if someone's off ill, how do you boost morale on the court? And how do you do this? And it was all these situational judgment questions. But actually, what they were picking up on from that was the time management, was the leadership, was the teamwork. How do you effectively communicate? And four, four years in the business now, and you can completely understand why. Thanks to these skills, Ella could fulfil the duty she felt tugging at her to promote engineering as a career path for all. Knowing how vital it is to champion engineering and show people how exciting a career in the field can be, she particularly focused on inspiring young women, wanting to be a role model that was comfortable with her own femininity in a male-dominated field. And the IET's YWE Awards are all about finding visible role models who young people can look up to and aspire to be like, which in turn addresses the UK science and engineering skills crisis. So I would go to lectures, conferences, and talk about my experience and really try and sort of hammer home that like anyone could be an engineer. And I got really passionate about doing that. The Young Woman Engineer Awards provide winners with an international platform to share their story. They have the opportunity to appear on TV, radio and podcasts, as well as being invited to speak at various events across Europe. Then there are a variety of awards available. All details are on the website. I won Young Women Engineer of the Year, but we have apprenticeship prizes, diversity prizes, gender diversity prizes. And it's, it's fantastic, really. It's such a community. Each year, the IET holds an awards ceremony at their London venue, Savoy Place. The evening is a celebration of the women who have made it all the way through to the final. Entries for this year's awards are currently open and will close on the 1st of July. You can find out everything you need to know on the IET's website. These awards are so important and I think only having won one do I realise the impact that you can have. You could be a boss engineer no matter what your background is, no matter what you look like. And I really want my legacy to just speak like that because if I were waiting for someone to look like me or act like me or someone I could relate to to get into that McLaren space, then I would be waiting for a long time. With change, you've kind of got a lead from the front, haven't you? Engineering Matters is a production of Ruby Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Jane Sophia. My co-host was Alex Conacher, sound engineering by Ross McPherson, series supervision by John Young, and Rory Harris is the race winner on our wall. 
Special thanks to our episode partner, the IET's 2020 Young Woman Engineer of the Year. And thanks to you for listening. You can find Engineering Matters on all podcast apps, on our website, engineeringmatters.reby.media, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.